Hello out there in podcast land and welcome to Caregiving is Ministry where we look at the word of God through the lens of caregiving. Today we're on gentleness and our scripture comes from Proverbs, the 25th chapter, verse 15. The New American Standard Bible reads, Through patience a ruler may be persuaded and a gentle tongue breaks bone. The message, patient persistence pierces through indifference. Gentle speech breaks down rigid defenses. And the New Life Version reads, when one is slow to anger, a ruler may be won over. A gentle tongue will break a bone. Here we have more sage advice from the book of Proverbs, right? In this verse today, we have two elements of the fruit of the spirit. Patience, which was the fourth element, and gentleness being the eighth element. So since both are in this verse, I'm going to give you a twofer today. <laughs> Let's look at patience first. This verse speaks that the essence of patience is persistence, the not giving up. Notice that the author linked both patience and persistence together. Being patient, patient is not um, sitting still um, or to be quiet. That's not the kind of word it is. It oftentimes requires movement. And I don't think we realize that. There may be times where you're called to be patient in regards to waiting on something, but often while you're waiting, there's still movement. You continue to go in the direction that God has led you. Here the verse gives us the um, picture of someone wanting a decision from a ruler. And through persistence, they get the decision that they want. This scripture should remind you of the Gospel of Luke, the 18th chapter, verses 1 through 5, where Jesus tells the story of the unjust ruler, where it's admitted right up front that the ruler is unjust, right? But there is a woman who needs a decision from him, and she's persistent. She goes to him on and on and on and on. And within that scripture, the the, the unjust ruler says, I'm going to go ahead and grant this woman her request because she's kind of gotten on my nerves. She'll be back here again tomorrow. She'll be back here and I need to get rid of her. And so he gave her her decision. But it was, you know, her tenacity that kept coming and coming and coming until she got what she wanted. Her patience was that she knew eventually things would turn out for her good. And her persistence was an act of faith of knowing that one day she would get that decision that she needed. Patience is not giving up, but continuing with movement, knowing that one day the thing that you've wanted, prayed for, whatever it is, will come one day. Now, that's not to be confused. Let's not confuse persistency with being anxious. Persistent is the not giving up, whereas the Anxiousness is the mental hurdles that our minds jump, make us jump through in wanting something right now versus patience that says one day. See the difference? It's subtle, but you've got to get it. Knowing that God will um, provide should settle your mind so that if the one day isn't today, you'll still be able to walk by faith and continue to put one foot in front of the other, knowing that the one day will come. 
regardless if it's today or tomorrow or a year from now. And therefore, your mind is at ease and not anxious because you're not anxious for it right now. You're trusting in God. Now, the second element, gentleness, which is what we're supposed to be talking about, right? I like the way the Message Bible um, phrases it, where it says, being gentle breaks down a rigid defense. And then I want you to know that there's a semicolon prior to this sentence, meaning that patience and persistency can be the way that that happens in you winning over the judge is done by your gentle speech, your gentle manner. The two are connected. When you're being persistent and walking in patience, knowing that your one day will come that you brought a request for, your speech should be gentle. When you persistently go before God or whomever, it should be gentle. A gentle reminder. I need this. Remember, I prayed about this, Lord. Um, Or, I don't know, a husband, I asked you to take out the trash yesterday, sweetie. (laughs) But think about the world today. We can't hear anything anyone is saying because we're so loud and in each other's faces. That immediately puts people on defense. However, when you are gentle, people lower their defenses, and then true dialogue can take place. (laughs) Then you can begin to empathize or sympathize with each other because you are no longer looking at them and they're no longer looking at you as the adversary, but a person with just a differing opinion. I don't know about you, but I want people to hear me. And I want to hear what they have to say as well as them hearing what I have to say. I want my ideas heard in a way that validates me as a person. I can tell you that being gentle doesn't always work. In one assignment, I, um, I had been in the military over 20 years and so my rank was pretty high and I was in a room and I was trying to get a point across and people kept talking over me and they kept talking over me. Now I was the highest ranking person in the room. So in theory, people should have been quiet because the highest person in the room is speaking, but they were just talking, 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 talking. And so finally, and it was a group of men. So I have to add that point as well. And so they were talking over me. And I got to a point where I couldn't handle it anymore. And I slammed my hand on the, on the conference room table. And then that got everyone's attention. And I said, I'm, I'm trying to speak here. Oh, oh man, we're, we're sorry. We're sorry. So that time I had to do something not so gentle in order to bring everyone around to let them know I'm speaking. And so you have to know your audience. But I've never had to do that. That was the only time I had to do that. With everything, we are to use discernment and allow the Holy Spirit to guide us in who we are to communicate with and how we're to communicate with them. But nine times out of ten, I think he will urge us to be gentle in our speech. Are you gentle in your speech? Are your words like honey or vinegar? Do you use intimidation to get your point across or your way? Or are you patient but gently persistent with your opinions. What does this have to do with caregiving, you asked? I'm glad you did. Once we fully embrace gentleness, it is to permeate every part of our being. We cannot be gentle 
you know, with certain people, your loved ones, and then be harsh or uncaring to everyone else. It sends a mixed message. You are a daughter or son of the Most High God, and you are to be consistent in your behavior. Gentleness is a behavioral choice that God is asking you to make each and every day. I have to make a choice how I speak with because, you know, when people get on your nerves, you can kind of go out there. And so I have to be intentional with what I say. I find the Holy Spirit guiding me on calm down, take a breath. Don't say that. This isn't the time for that, which is exactly what he should do. And I want him to do that because I want to be a consistent child of God who people can look at and see God and know him. What about you? Let's pray. We thank you, God, for this scripture that we dissected today in learning that in our being patient, we can still continue to move according to your will and your word in our life. That it doesn't mean that we sit still and we don't do anything, but that we quietly and with a gentle manner continue to make our petitions known to you quiet in a gentle manner continue to pray for our wayward children or spouse in a gentle manner we continue to do excellent work knowing that one day we will be rewarded for that no father being patient you have taught us isn't for us to sit still and allow you to do all the work it's to allow our faith to propel us toward action and that that action doesn't give us the permission to treat people harshly, to say unkind words, but to use our gentle speech in order for people to see you living in us. Help us to be mindful of that as we take care of the precious one that you've given us responsibility over during this caregiving season. Forgive us for the harsh words that we may bark at them and let us, to, let us learn how to care for them with gentleness. We love you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. I enjoyed you today. I want you to go and minister the act of caregiving, knowing that God loves you and that if you just allow the Holy Spirit to speak with you, you too can walk in gentleness. See you tomorrow. Bye. <music>